welcome to the Awakened Woman podcast. This is a show for women waking up to their divine purpose and power in life and business. I'm Bryn, your host, and I am so excited for our conversation today. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. I'm so excited for our conversation today. We are talking all about feng shui. I love feng shui. I got really, really into this and really obsessed with this concept a couple of years ago after we had moved into our home and we basically just had this blank slate and I really wanted our home to be a place that felt good and that was supportive to us in our life and that was just a place that we genuinely wanted to be and a place that you know, we wanted to spend time in. And when we did spend time in, it felt like it really recharged us and it really helped us reset for work, life, all the things. And truly, I feel like I've done that. Like I, like I actually feel like that's happened. Um, and I attribute that to all the different, you know, points of research that I've done on all the different things that we've tried all the many, many times that I've arranged furniture and all, all just the cool things that I've learned. And we were at my parents' house a couple of days ago and my sweet sister-in-law was telling us how she feels like our house is just so cozy and comfortable and it's a great environment for like really deep conversations. And I thought, A, that was the kindest compliment and B, I was like, that was intentional. Like we intentionally created a space that was cozy, conversational, and felt balanced um, so that it's a place that we want to spend time in and the other people enjoy spending time in when, we're, when, when they're here too. So what is feng shui? Let's step back just a little bit. Feng shui is a Chinese concept um, and the word feng equates to wind and the word shui equates to water. So it's almost like wind water so what you want to think of with feng shui is how it originated. So there was this really ancient poem that talked all about how human life is connected to and flows with the environment around it. So you can kind of see the concept of like wind and water, how those they work together and they're like flowing and they're making this energy flow. And so when we feng shui our home, as an action item, as a verb, um, that is us making the energy in our home flow. It's making the energy in our home feel good and feel balanced, this balance of the wind and water, okay? So it's basically, I mean, you're arranging furniture, you're having different colors, items, elements, all these different things in your space that are going to be conducive to a great energy flow. And one of the really cool things is depending on different parts of your home, they actually represent different parts of your life. Again, going back to that human life and your environment being connected, right? So there's like a career center, there's a self-love center, there's a relationship center, there's a family center, there's a fame center, right? So there's these different things that, you know, you can kind of take a look at where's the dirty old closet? Where is the storage room that you just shut the door on and it gets really cluttered or whatever? And in your home, what are those things representing in your life? And so it's this really cool idea that by supporting the energy flow of our homes, we actually can support these different elements in our life that we are wanting to improve as well. So our home, it was built in 1957. It's the cutest 
it has so much character and personality and I, I truly love where we live. Um, but it has, it opens up to the front room and it has a straight shot from the front door down a hallway to the very end of our home. So it's almost as like, like you can, when you enter the front door, it's a straight shot to the very end of our home. And when learning about feng shui, I learned that this is actually not great energy because when you open the front door of your house, that's when new energy enters your home. And so it was almost like, you know, the front door opens and it's just a straight shot to the very back of the house. And we don't want that. We want this new energy to enter in the home and to reinvigorate things and to open up and bring new fresh life and energy. So I blocked that pathway and it took me a long time. I rearranged the furniture so many different times trying to find something that worked and it never worked. And so I blocked the pathway. I put a couch and a house plant in front of that and it felt a little counterintuitive to block an entrance to a hallway. And, and I want to say you can still enter it, but like from the straight shot of the door, um, it's not as that you have to like go around our couch a little bit and it made the biggest difference. Like Drake noticed it right away. It was so, it was so amazing to experience what this one simple change of putting our couch in a different spot to block that straight shot from the front door to the very end, the very back wall of our home and how that made such a big difference. And so I was so excited. I do not claim to be a feng shui expert, but I'm obsessed with the topic. So I was so excited to talk to Marilyn today. She is a feng shui expert and she does this. She offers services. And the coolest thing that I learned from her that I'm so excited for you to take advantage of is she does personal astrology chart readings. And then she customizes that information to the feng shui of your home. And so I love this idea. I had never heard of this before. Um, before this conversation with her, but I love this idea of, you know, aside from the basic feng shui tips of like having good energy flow, keeping the clutter free, you know, certain different items that can support different things. This idea that we, our bodies have a, have an energy to them that is being impacted by our environment and that we can adapt and adjust things according to different changes and improvements we want to make, not just with our home, but also customizing to us has me so excited. I can't wait to get a reading done from her and um, compare like Drake and I's energy with our house and different things. And oh my gosh, I'm just so obsessed with that whole idea. And I truly feel so honored that she shared so much beautiful wisdom and insight with us today. So this is going to be an amazing episode. She shares so many golden nuggets. And at the end, she talks about how you can work with her. And I'm also putting her information in the show notes so that you can book a personal reading with her as well. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And let's dive into today's conversation. I'm Marilyn Jones with Eat, Pray, Feng Shui. I first came across feng shui in 2011 as a trauma response to, you know, how do I handle life uh, after losing my husband? And just it, kind of all of the pieces just fell together for me with how feng shui works and how it can support your home. I had my mentor, who's my mentor today, Tina. She came down and she did all of our charts and then she had me. Uh, changed the colors in my son's room who was having these big anger issues. Uh, and so 
it just created this space. It was literally overnight. He went from having these big fits, um, you know, to just being, there were some things that were learned that took a couple of weeks for him to really calm down, but we're big Utah Utes fans. So he had a lot of red in his room and he has a lot of red in his chart. So learning that those colors and how impactful the colors were that we were using, you know, and just before it, it wasn't as big of a deal, but as you experience things and as things come up, it just keeps your body in that kind of fight flight mode to have an environment that is triggering you uh, you know, all of the time. And so it just made me want to look at my, at my whole house and being able to implement this. I realized, you know, farther down the road, as I, as I did things that I just have a natural gift that is feng shui in a nutshell, it's thousands of years old. Um, and you know, we've, we've, yeah, we've been using it uh, well, the Chinese have obviously been using it for a long, long time. And it's, it's just, it's amazing. Wow. That's so awesome. I love the story of your son with all the red in his room and switching that out, like balance everything. And, you know, I, I, I know, obviously you believe this and I believe that our homes are like an extension of us, sometimes even like a mirror of us. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And so that's so cool. Like noticing that, you know, that one change, it was the color. So talk to us about color. Talk to us about, you know, I know there's a lot of like color theory or like knowing the colors that really with different chakras or, you know, those kinds of things. So how does color play a role with feng shui and home decor and all that kind of thing? Well, I do is classical feng shui. So there's BTB feng shui and there's classical feng shui. So BTB is based on, it's where you use the Bagua. So the Bagua is rectangular. Um, it was introduced to the U.S. in the 1980s. Uh, and that is where the representation of the elements and the colors came into play. So every person's home has a, a different, has its own energy, right? And you just go through and learn how you can honor the energy that already exists there, as well as honoring what that represents. Like you have your money sector uh, that also represents your self-worth. You have your reputation and social life sector. So how you can bring things into specifically honor this sector of your home that also honors your personal energy. So if I was to go into someone's house, the first thing I would do is want a chart, want to be able to do someone's birth chart. And you can do that with their birth information. But of course you can do feng shui, like feng shui has been done and is consistently done without those birth charts. It's just my favorite part of it because that's where you really get the depth of what you're looking for, you know, of that that sanctuary, that peace that your home can really bring when it's in full support of who you are. Hmm. Um, so I would take your home plan and then place the compass on it. And that tells me where the directional energy is. So we go through and honor the energy of where it's at, um, you know, bring those elements in, bring those colors in as much as possible, but then look at your charts or, you know, someone's chart uh, and say, okay, you know what, just like the example I gave of my son, you have way too much fire. So if your bedroom is in the fire sector, you're already adding extra fire 
what other elements can we use that are going to bring balance to your home? Mm-hmm. Um, and using those other elements, it's learning how the elements affect each other. So um, there's five different elements and they all work together. They all work to feed each other. So fire feeds the earth, earth houses the metal, metal feeds water, water feeds wood and wood feeds the fire. And so they all work together to either support each other. And then there's also the degeneration cycle and then the controlling and managing cycle. Um, So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Anyone can do feng shui and, and, you know, to just even focus on one area and then allow everything to integrate, allow that to, because it is magic. It's truly magic. But we have to allow our bodies to accept what is happening. We have to allow it. Some of us are open enough that we allow that right away. So like kids, especially. So my son, he literally had an overnight reaction, right? And that's just kids. That's kids' openness. And, you know, adults, we we put up different blocks for different reasons. And so some of us will notice right off the bat. And if you don't notice right off the bat, it doesn't mean that it's not working It just means that you need to give yourself a little bit of time to accept these changes because sometimes I can do somebody's chart and say, oh, you know, you have like 35% earth and maybe 30% fire. And then just a little percentage of the other elements, we've got to bring in these other elements, but then their house is literally all browns and earth colors, you know, or orange and reds and to have asked someone to remove those colors from their house, you know, that's a huge change. And it's not always that drastic, but it certainly can be. And so sometimes we just, we just need to allow that. And true balance is having every, all five elements represented in an area. It's just how much it's the, it's the yin and yang theory of, um, you know, duality of, um, the, the, force or not the force, but how, how much impact, um, that has, because if you're using young fire energy or any young energy, that's going to have a much bigger impact, uh, than just adding little splashes of color and representations. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, just going in and so cool. So my mind is being kind of blown by the personal reading aspect. I'm, I'm not familiar with that. I know like the general feng shui tips and different things like that. Like, do you do the whole family? Like, how does that, how does that work? For yes. You? Yes. I can do a whole family. Um, I can do so just on, uh, the comparison or on the, the charts themselves that can do a comparison of couples. Um, and then I, and then I have your charts to also apply to your interior design, uh, you know, and then I can compare entire families as well. So that, you know, I, like I've taught my children, Hey, this is how you respond to the world. This is how you respond to the world. So those readings come, it's your birth information, including your time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we, we put that in and all of us have these same five elements within us. So that's, we, there's a formula to figure it out. There's animals as well. Um, the animals bring some of these elements with them. So there's a formula to figure out the percentage of the element that you have or don't have, uh, and how to balance that. Uh, and so that's where, where we're able to apply that and really, um, you know, get that down to the, to the depth, um, that it is, but the, the, um, animal part tells 
um, the interactions of these animals. So there, there uh, is called a four uh, pillar chart reading. Okay. They are archetypes essentially that are all very purposeful, very powerful. There's an emotional pillar, um, a health and wellness pillar, your mind, and then your year. And they all tell a different story about how these animals interact, how those elements um, interact with them uh, because there's a, an interaction with the elements and then the animal, what the animal is. And so it's the animals are, are like us as well. They bring their own elements of who they are. So then we're looking at those relationships uh, with those animals as well. And it tells a story of, you know, how you react to the world. So if you have too much fire, fire is its passion, its intuition, um, it's the it's the light that people see within us, right? So if we have things that are dimming that light, or if we have too much, then it makes us react um, in different ways. So it tells a lot of a story on a personal basis, um, uh, you know, just about our, our personal reactions. Um, and there's like, if you have too much fire, then you can really become a fiery person and just, you know, blow up, just kind of fly off the handle at things and feel out of control inside. Um, if you have a lot of wood, uh, you can be a person that is just kind of stuck and unbendable uh, and not willing to, you know, change their mind. But the wood element um, is all about connection, all about networking. Uh, all of these things have that yin and yang to them. So if we're creating that balance, we also create balance within us and within our emotional beings as well. So, mm -hmm. so it it really just all comes totally full circle um, with supporting our well-being on, on many levels, which is why I love to integrate the charts along with the, the home consults or business yeah. consults, because that's, that's just, that's where it's at. For me, it helped me accept the shadow side of myself, also the light side and, you know, just brings to light who we really are. And, and just to say, okay, this, this really is me. There are some things that you can do to, you know, change some things if, if necessary, but you always have the, the opportunity to look, uh, and at the characteristics of these different animals and elements and say, this is, this is where I want to bring balance. This is what I like. I, I mean, feng shui is honestly as simple as going in and saying that today, for whatever reason that stuck out to me and I need to move that. You know, that piece of furniture, that picture, whatever it is, it, it really is the flow of things. You know, if it's the abundance that you're looking for, uh, whatever it is, uh, whatever your, your goals are uh, for that, for that space, you can be very specific within it. And it's also as easy as walking into like a business or, you know, a store, how some stores are just like so inviting and they create this environment that make you want to purchase things or, you know, make you want to go and shop. And, uh, they just have a really good feeling and flow to them, uh, and, and homes as well. You know, like you said, clutter, everything it is, uh, our homes are an extension of ourselves. So then if you have, you, you can take different sectors and say, you know, my house is really great. Like I have everything, but I have this one room you know, maybe that's your self-love and int intimacy room. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your relationship look like? You know, what's happening with your relationship there? Um, what's maybe it's your social life. Maybe it's your career. You can look at all of these different places and kind of see, you know, how can I adjust this energy to truly support me and bring that balance? Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes me think of like all my little like closets and like hidden things. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what are what section are those in? <laughs> yep. And Where even though it's even though it's behind a door, yes. it's it's still there because you know, right? Yes. You can you can feel it. Oh yeah. I think we all have rooms where we're like, welcome to our home. And then we're like, close the door. Like don't let the uh-huh. you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. That's really fun to think about like what those are representing and um, kind of what that could be meaning too. That's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really neat. There's some really, uh, cool stories out there of, of people that have, you know, just, I mean, when you can start focusing on things, it it just opens up new doors. It allows you to see how much control we really have, um, you know, just with, um, implementing some of these things and, Um, you know, just creating balance because our homes are where we go to reset, Um, you know, and to get that true reset, you have to have something that is supporting you. No matter there's a toxic environment, you know what I mean? No matter what's going on in your life, um, if you have surroundings that are supporting you, you can easier get through those because when you're in your home, your body can come out of that fight or flight response. And, and you're, you're, um, you can see more clearly, you can see things for, for what they are and you can really, um, find those sanctuaries. Yeah. So that's so awesome. Tell us about clutter. And cause I know that it's a big thing in feng shui to like not have clutter. Like that's like a big no, no. So like, right. what are ways that you help people like manage that or kind of like approach, you know, the crazy room or all the closets or if the house is just kind of always messy. Like what are, what are some things that you recommend to help with that? So clutter is very interesting and, you know, I've always been a really organized person. And if there is clutter around me, my mind is cluttered. Mm-hmm. I, it affects me so much. Me uh, but what I've learned, you know, what I used to call an organized mess, because I definitely still, that being said, I still have that pile that's like, okay, but don't go through that because literally it's an organized mess for right now. Mm-hmm. And I know, I like, I know how far down in the pile to get, to go mm-hmm. get that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, where is it sitting? Where? What is that representing? What is it really at the root? Everything has a depth. Uh, But just looking at clutter, not everyone sees clutter as clutter. Um, So it, it, you know, things still need to be put away. Clutter, things on the floor, if you have to walk over things, then that's clutter. But for me, I want my counters to be clean. I like to have a couple of things sitting on them, um, you know, that are, are, usable daily use things that are, that are easy. Uh, but just having stuff, um, if to some people, they literally walk in a room and they don't see it as clutter. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's, it's clutter's interesting in that respect because 
it doesn't mean the same to everyone. Uh, so if I've, I've learned when I go into people's houses, first of all, if they are wanting help in certain areas and with, with certain aspects of their life, um, then I always, you know, say, don't clean your house before I come. Most people don't listen to that because we all, <laughs> um, I would have struggled with that so hard, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but if there's something that, you know, I need to look at, then I want to see the reality of that. Right. Right. Because we can, yeah, I I can help more and give better suggestions. Um, and, and they'll also feel the impact instead of it being a stressful thing that I'm coming and I'm going to, you know, have all this judgment for who they are. That's what we're trying to get rid of. That's what we're, you know, trying to negate is, is having to do more kind of against our will, right? So uh, instead being able to go in and and see that and just know that some people literally just live with those organized piles mm-hmm. of things and that's and that's who they are and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to you know put it in into a file, however they however they see it. And doing their personal chart really helps me be able to see how they see. Uh, because every element has a different characteristic, has a different way of how we respond in that respect. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the animals as well. And, you know, I mean, people in your home also make a big impact, right? Sometimes there's just too many and you just plain can't keep up. Um, But if you have everyone so that they're in their balanced spaces, uh, it, it creates an energy that is easier to keep up. It's easier to keep those things um, organized. And, you know, I always tell people, if you're going to start with one room, start with your bedroom, because that is where we truly reset. That's where we generally spend the very most time in our homes. Uh, And that's where you will start to release uh, a lot of, of things and allow things to uh, move so that then you can, you know, have the capacity within you to want to focus on the, on these other areas and they don't have to become overwhelming. Yeah. That's so cool. I totally want to have you come in my house after this. That's sweet. <laughs> I, um, I, so when we were first, we've lived in this house for three years. And when we first set our bedroom, I was like in this like rust orange phase. So I painted the walls rust orange. I had like this big rust orange dresser and everything was very like fire. Like it was very like kind of boho-y and it was really cool. But a couple months after that, my husband and I were like, we can't rest in here. Like this is yeah. not, this is not <laughs> supporting. And it's I not conducive. horribly, like I had insomnia and all this stuff. And so we, and I had heard that too. They were like, if you, like, if there's ever something in your home, you should focus on it should be your bedroom first and then work your way out. So I was like, okay. So we did, we like repainted. It's now like these, um, kind of like a grayish wood Brown, really soft neutrals, with like some Navy. And it's just, it's so calm. And it's so like, it's a totally different vibe. And, and we got like a new, nicer mattress and all these things too, along the way. But like, I sleep so much better now, you know, and amazing. Like, oh, you relate with your son, you know, of like, yeah. I, 
we had the rest orange bedroom and, and it looked pretty and then it didn't, <laughs> was not supportive. So, um, yep. yeah. And so fire energy in itself is, is a big energy, yeah. you know? So, yeah. 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 So, and yeah, I'm intrigued to like, know what my husband and I's predominant energies are. I would imagine I'm either fire or maybe earth. I don't know. He seemed like when you were talking about the wood with like the deep roots and like kind of unbending, like he thought, I was like, oh, I bet that's, I bet that's Drake. <laughs> but <laughs> that's anyway. one of the funnest things is to, yes. to guess who, you know, who people are and yeah, um, what they, what, what they could be just according to, to, you know, their, their personal tendencies. And a lot of the time you can, you can guess spot on, but it's, it gets a little bit tricky too, because, you know, if you're really high in one element, um, or low in another element, they, they just, you can start to say, oh, that's why you are, you know, wood instead of earth or, you know, something that seems similar, but when you have that balance, then you're acting like, yeah. A, a different element, um, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, it'll be, that'll be awesome to, to do I know, yours. I know I'm excited. Um, so I have another question about, do you say it Bagua? Is that how you pronounce that? Uh-huh, Bagua. So I have a question about that because I always see like, you know, online they'll have like the pictures and it's like a, like a perfect square. Uh-huh. So is that like when someone, cause I mean, the majority of homes are not perfect squares. Right. So you go into a home, like how do you fit the spaces in? Does it kind of mold to that line of the house or does it ever like extend to, like a patio or something? Like what's, what's that process like? Yeah. So, um, I, I use the ideas of the Bagua, okay. uh, but with classical feng shui, we use a compass. So it's actually circular, oh, uh, okay. and you can extend it to fit your house plan. Okay. So how, and, and you're absolutely right. Houses are not, I mean, there are some interesting houses out there, right? So when I get someone's floor plan, the first thing that I do is square it off, uh, you know, so that it gets rid of all those, uh, angles and things. Um, and then you just, you look at that, you can put the compass on that. And then that's where it has, where the Bagua does not have um, both the cardinal and subcardinal directions, the compass does. So you can really, I mean, it's all on degrees. You can really get it, you know, right down to the science of it for those people who are, are very scientific. Uh, you can, you can get that right down to the science. And then, um, the, 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 the circle, the compass rather, <laughs> um, is, is placed on there and then you just turn it to whatever your, so you take a, a compass reading essentially of your home. Okay. Um, okay. and then you turn it to, to be what that is. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> Fine. So do the directions so, mean different things? Like if it's East facing or North facing or something, is that what the compass is, is checking for? Yeah. So, oh, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. So they, so instead of being the square, so the, it's the same ideas. Um, but it, it actually encompasses that entire, um, floor plan. And then those areas that are squared off and kind of outside of, um, the home, Mm -hmm. those can totally be included in that sector. So you can feng shui, I mean, landscaping, Mm. all, all of it. It's the, it's the outside in, 
you know, so that all of that is just bringing the right um, energy to you. Mm-hmm. Um, when people use the the bagua, it can sit like I was I was taught, you know, how it's used. Um, and it, it does just sit on a floor plan. And but it's not as accurate. It's not as scientific as mm-hmm. uh, the classical feng shui compass. Okay. Um and so, yeah, it's, it's those different areas like East, um, is the wood element and it represents past, present and future. Uh, you know, so it's just a representation of these different areas. You can also feng shui just a room. So you, you want to look at the big picture always. You want, you know, if you can get your, um, your house plan so that you can, you can see all of those. And then you can stand in a room and say, okay this, I'm within this sector. And then these are, you know, Northeast, Southwest walls within that. So you can also, um, do those, those walls within the space. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that idea of the compass. Yeah. And that, that works, um, really great, uh, like apartment buildings, you know, or like students, my, I have a, a college student and, um, you know, we went up and totally feng shuied her, her house. So I, or her apartment, um, and her room within her apartment. Right. So I just oh. took a compass reading, um, of, uh, while I was there, which I didn't have a floor plan, but I just wanted to see, you know, what the, get that directional energy and then go in, um, and do specifically to her. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Um, well, I've heard you talk on your Instagram about like directional energy and personal energy. So when you talk about personal energy, is that like, so that's going with the chart reading. So is that like when, when people, you know, wear certain colors a lot, or is that impacted by this as well? Do you ever make any recommendations with that or talk to us about that? Okay. It's, it's impacted just as much, uh, as your home, if not more sometimes. Mm Uh, so there are, there are times, like I said, you know, you want to feel the energy of all of these, um, different elements and how they interact with you. That's how you start to, to learn and feel. Um, so I, I, I'm really sensitive to the colors. That's actually one thing that I noticed very first was the colors that I would wear, you know, and sometimes I would just be so like out of focus or, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing all gray today and I do not need metal energy. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of makes me a little more ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I also have quite a bit of fire in my chart. Um, and every once in a while I'll wear orange or I'll wear red kind of depending on my own energy that day. And if I need that little bit of a fiery pick me up or, you know, depending on where I'm going. Um, I mean, obviously that's, that's kind of, um, getting down to the depth because I know how to pay attention to all of those things, but just on a very surface level, you can definitely, you know, the colors like um, your green today is, is the wood element. Mm. Uh, So is, is that creating a little more um, creativity within you, uh, you know, or, or wanting to keep connections, or is that making you feel a little bit ADD or ADHD sometimes, because a lot of wood energy, um, you know, creates a little bit of, can create a little bit of chaos. So uh, yeah, the, the colors that we wear are big. And if people have 
you know, like 50% or 60% of an element. There are definitely times that I, I try to say, well, if, I'm sorry, it's your favorite color, but you should try wearing these other colors yeah. and see it, see how you feel, you know, and just play around. That's one of the really fun things is to be able to play around with those colors and see really how they're influencing you. So mm, that's so fun. Yeah. I, my closet, like if, if we looked at my closet right now, it's like reds, oranges, like coral, <laughs> like brown. And then if you look at my husband's closet, it's like gray and light blue. And like, <laughs> like there's like, we laugh at it all the time because it's so different. So funny like what we're drawn to clothing wise it'll be interesting to see like if that is impacted yes yes it will and some people are drawn to things that intuitively balance them yes um and other people are drawn to things most of the time it's because they have so much of an element that they're they're just drawn to that you know um because we're all intuitive every every person is intuitive uh some some of us just to have a, a different way and of accepting that, uh, especially, you know, in the community that we live in and what that really means. Yeah. Um, some of us just know how to pay attention to it. We've, we've been taught, uh, but when you start paying attention to it, you really start to see, you know, I tell my students recognition is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it truly is. Once you start recognizing these different things, uh, it, it's just a domino effect. And then, you know, you know, certain things will come to light that you're like, that's so crazy. I've never even thought of that before. Or, you know, um, it, it just, it brings, it brings different things to the surface, uh, so that you can either work through it, uh, or you can comp- learn to compliment yourself, uh, you know, with, with certain things. So, so what's your element and how do you like dress yourself? my element my main master element is earth okay um and so in my chart uh I actually have a little bit more fire than I have earth okay uh so that creates a little bit of an inner conflict with myself and especially when I was younger Mm -hmm. uh that fire energy you know I I was more off balance I didn't know how to balance myself um and I've always loved the color red Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, just learning, you know, to honor. So even though I have plenty of earth, so if we were all perfect, we'd all have 20% of these elements, but we're not, and nor are we looking for perfection, right? We're just looking for that, that harmony in life. Uh, and so, but what I, what I teach is to honor that, uh, day master energy that you are. So no matter how much you have, even if you have 50%, you still want to honor the person that you are. If you're drawn to that, just don't wear it all the time. Just don't have the yang energy part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just make it a little more yin, but honor that that energy. Uh, the other, the the two imbalances um, that I have are, are I, I could use a little more metal, not a whole lot, but I could use a little more metal and then water and wood. Uh, so I have a lot of, of plants in my house. I wear a lot of blue. This rose pink that I'm wearing today is actually an earth color, but today I just needed that grounding. Earth is a very grounding element, and especially since it's my day master element. And so I chose to wear something that was going to make me feel uh, grounded and be, you know, in my in my energy. Yeah. 
Um, this is fascinating to me. <laughs> I always think when I get dressed in the morning, like sometimes I've let myself like change a couple times if I need to, if I like put something on, I'm like, eh, this just isn't like, I had like a kind of like a brown shirt on earlier today. I was like, oh, I, I want to put the green one on, you know? And I'm yep. like, what does this mean? I have to learn <laughs> what it's telling me or, you know, what the colors mean. So this is so yeah. Well, and it's just a lot of it's within, you know, the, the energy of the day, you know, like you say, sometimes you just need that extra support because the energy changes every hour, every day, every month, every year. Right. So it's, it's an ongoing process. We couldn't possibly, some people do, some people pay attention to those little tiny um, energies. I mean, if I'm having an extra hard day for what seems to be no apparent reason, I'll look at my feng shui calendar and be like, oh, it's that animal and that element today. No wonder I'm, you know, a little bit off. I just have this extra energy that's, that's going against me essentially. Uh, and so, you know, but I, I really mostly pay attention to the month energy, um, and the kind of the picture that that's bringing in, uh, and then the year, the year changes every obviously year. Um, the Chinese new year is the first of, of February, um, and looking at that and how that's going to impact. So I, I do updates yearly updates so that you can kind of see, you know, what you're up against in that year. What is, because the, the year has a chart just like we do. So it has its own four pillar chart that brings in elements and animals. There's just, it's very intricate. There's a lot of depth to it. Um, you know, so much you can do, you, the, the thing that I really love about feng shui is that there's a, a lot of depth with just the surface level. And then, you know, the, the deeper you go, it it gets, it gets real deep. Uh, but there's just so much, so much to learn. And yeah, yeah, such a cool topic. So, oh my gosh, really is cool. And it's, it's just balanced. It's, it's, it's helped my life so much with all of my trauma and life experience Mm -hmm. that I've had, you know, we're all, most of us are looking, um, you know, for that balance and harmony in life because, you know, it doesn't matter if you've had big traumas in life, life can be traumatizing in itself, right? (laughs) You don't have to have these big things, but it's just life experience in general that, that has us all searching for what that harmony can bring, you know, and how, how we can just feel better when you are feeling stuck. There's something within you as well. It's not just your environment. Uh, the environment you know, just supports that. Um, but there's something within you that you need to understand about yourself, that you need to understand about your response. Well, cool. oh my goodness. I'm so grateful for all this wisdom being shared. This is so interesting to me and so cool. So for our last yeah. question, this is the Awakened Woman podcast. So I love to just hear like, what woke you up? Like for your, like in your life, what was the thing that like just woke you up to what this, you know, what you're supposed to be doing in your life and your true purpose. And I know it's ever evolving and ever expanding, but for you, what was that experience like? Hmm. Well, I've been a single mom for a lot of years and just trying to find that balance, but what really made me step into who I am? Like I said, I, I was introduced to this very early on, you know, right after my husband passed away every time I would implement changes, um, it it's, it's just, 
a huge difference. It opened up something new for me, you know, a, a different level of healing for whatever that meant at that at that time. And it's been so rewarding. And to be able to help people, you know, and and know the depth that it can and can help people. You know, it's not just interior design, right? There's just there's so much, so much more to it. So yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, I love it. Thanks. Thank you so, so much for spending this hour with me and chatting and you. I'm not late for this podcast. I know this is going to be just amazing. So can you just tell people how they can work with you? I know we've talked about your offerings multiple times. So where can they find you? They can go to my Instagram. You can book uh, with me on Instagram, eat, pray, feng shui. Uh, I also have a website, eatprayfengshui.com. Uh, my email is eatpreyfengshui at gmail.com. Uh, so it's, it's all of, all of that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Marilyn. Seriously. Appreciate thank you. Oh, that thank was a you lovely so much. This was a great opportunity. Yes. <laughs> so glad. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day and thanks. We'll talk to you soon. If you would like to support me or this podcast, it would mean the absolute world if you would take a few moments out of your day and write a review wherever you're listening to this podcast today. This will really help the podcast and like I said, will mean the absolute world to me. So thank you so much again for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see you in the next episode.